E-commerce isn't just an aspect of growing a successful wine business, it is crucial. And that's why I strongly recommend working with Offset Partners. As a proudly independent e-commerce technology and brand design company based in wine country, Offset understands the operational nuances and the customer service imperatives that distinguish a great online buying experience from a mediocre one. And that's why leading and legendary brands like Saxum, Arnott Roberts, and Kermit Lynch Wine Merchant choose Offset's proprietary commerce technology platform to power their DTC sales. If you're an allocated winery or a high-touch merchant that values an elegant, effective commerce solution for both you, your customers, and your team, reach out to the smart team at offsetpartners.com. That's O-F-F-S-E-T, partners with an S, dot com, to craft a better direct-to-consumer experience. I'll drink to that, where we get behind the scenes of the beverage business. I'm Levy Dalton. I'm Erin Scala. And here's our show today. Maria Teresa Mascarello of Barlow Mascarello on the show. Hello, how are you? Fine, thank you. So we're in your mother's house, which was purchased by your grandfather in 1918? Yes, this is uh, the house where born my grandfather, Giulio Mascarello, my father, Bartolo Mascarello, where my grandfather, Giulio Mascarello, started to make uh, wine in 1919. But uh, my family arrived from uh, Torriglione, is a village close to La Morra, where born my great-grandfather, Bartolomeo Mascarello, uh, that he works in a small cooperative cellar in Barolo. My great-grandfather, Bartolomeo Mascarello, born in Torriglione, La Morra, but is uh, married with my great-grandmother. Teresa Bianco, the owner of this house that uh, they marry and, and he comes in Barolo and um, he works in the cooperative cellar, but the cooperative cellar was closed to start of 19 for the economic crisis that my grandfather, Giulio Mascarello, decided to start here in the family house. And certainly this decision in this time was not easy because uh, it's more important in the region, the big winery, and not uh, the small uh, artisanal producer. They want to make a quality and not a quantity. So in the records, do you see where the wines were sold at that time? Were they sold locally? We start with, uh, I think, two hectares. And then also after with my father, we buy another piece, like another piece in uh, Rue, in uh, uh, another parcel in Canubi, and the total are five hectares. And from to start to now are always the same five hectares, the same parcel, the same wines, only the Typical variety from us that certainly Barolo uh, is the more important production from us. But with Barolo, there are no other typical variety like Dolcetto, Barbera and Fresa. 
and uh, all the uh, so the total production is between 30,000 35,000 bottles per year 15 20,000 of barolo 5,000 of barbera the same 5 6,000 of dolcetto 2,000 of uh, fresa and between 2 and 3,000 of nebbiolo lange nebbiolo see total production 30 35,000 and Always the same philosophy that uh, for me, for my family, is always very important to respect uh, our tradition, uh, our history, the history of the region, our roots. We don't change uh, to make wine uh, for the market. I born here in Barolo. <laughs> And I think that for me is a big privilege to born in this village, in this region, because I have this privilege to make a wine, Barolo, that is unique in the world. That my work, like was, like was for my father, my grandfather, for the old generation, is to protect uh, this identity, to uh, value this identity, to protect this typicity. Uh, to protect this uh, unicity <laughs> and uh, I don't uh, uh, appreciate, for example, that my wine is confusing with uh, all wine that is produced in the world. I want that people recognize uh, when they taste a, a Barolo glass, a Nebbiolo variety, mm, that uh, I respect my roots because are very important. For me, is my life, is my identity. And Barlow worked with Giulio from the 1930s? Certainly, because my grandfather, Giulio Mascarello, is born in 1895, and my father, Bartolo, is born in 1926. And uh, my father, after uh, the school, uh, decided to work with uh, my grandfather, Giulio Mascarello, and uh, the boss uh, work uh, together. Mm. It's a family work. Certainly, it's very different from now, because now uh, the Lange are very famous in the world. Now uh, are uh, a rich region, but in the past, uh, 60 years ago, after the Second War, certainly is uh, a poor region. All families, not only the vineyard, but also a fields, also a fruit, also a hazelnut, also uh, animals, is uh, a mix. And uh, certainly the wine is not <laughs> everywhere. Is more a local market, and the wine also was more sold in Damigiane, 54 liters, to private customer, to wine shop and restaurant, battling herself. That certainly is another economy. Now, in 60 years, and also in the last 20 years, the region is changed a lot. The market is an uh, international market. And um, I think to my grandfather that he comes back <laughs> and uh, he finds uh, the people from uh, China, from Russland, from Australia, from Thailand, from South Korea. And I think <laughs> he's uh, crazy to, uh, 
to believe is unbelievable for my grandfather. But but also I remember for my father when I arrived, the first Japanese people were it was uh, a very extraordinary uh, extraordinary time. That certainly for us. Uh, anche also mm, I born in 1967 and in these 50 years uh, a lot is changed also for me because uh, I remember where I born in Barolo was a very farmer village <laughs> there is only two restaurant and uh, with uh, rooms and we are young and uh, we play all time in the village no car is <laughs> very uh, more simple more simple life i remember the door stay with the key inside also in the night we don't leave the key the car stay outside with the key inside was uh, very different and there is the shop, uh, the bakery, the butcher, uh, no wine shops. <laughs> Barolo was farmer uh, village, now uh, is a touristic village that uh, only one shop, uh, certainly the winery are the same that in the past, but uh, certainly for me is very changed uh, the the village also <laughs> i don't use to go in the village and to meet uh, international people before uh, i met only my uh, uh, the abitanti of uh, barolo now uh, is like uh, capri is like uh, <laughs> famous village uh, in the world it certainly is not uh, always uh, easy Certainly is better because uh, there is now for all an opportunity to stay, to continue to work in the vineyard because also in the past, my father, for example, thinks that with her generation was all finished because uh, the young people leave uh, the landscape, the vineyard, to look for uh, work in uh, the city, in Alba, to Ferrero, Miroglio, or in Turin, to Fiat. But uh, born opportunity to stay that a new generation don't leave the village, don't leave the region, but come back. This was very, very important for us. I appreciate that the people stay, they don't leave, but certainly I don't share the decision to change the identity of, uh, of the wine. Because certainly in this time, eight years, nine years more, the trend is wine and uh, certainly the model is uh, um, Bordeaux style that... Uh, uh, Barrique, roto fermenter, concentration, high alcohol, dark color, not very uh, typical of Barolo. I appreciate that the people stay, but I don't share this choice to leave the past, to leave the identity of uh, the region for following a uh, market style. For me, uh, Barolo is like a classic uh, book, like uh, Dante, like 
<laughs> Manzoni, I don't change the classical every time because the market asks different taste, different style. Certainly, our work is to work always better if it's possible to work better to the detail, but certainly don't change uh, identity of uh, a wine like Barolo, like Barbaresco, like also Dolcetto. For me, all is important. Mm. What do you think the situation was in the 1930s when Giulio was working with your father? It's not easy sell wine like now because don't arrive American people, so don't arrive uh, uh, Japanese people, don't arrive also uh, German people. So the German people arrived before for another reason. Mm. Uh, don't arrive uh, the uh, Switzerland people or people from uh, uh, North Europe. But, uh, come ho spiegato, is uh, um, a more simple uh, economy. Sì. Certainly, we don't have the opportunity to now to buy a new uh, cellar, to restore a new cellar. My father, I, I remember he worked to restore the old cellar, my, but my <laughs> grandfather... Uh, uh, stopped because certainly uh, we don't have the possibility to restore. Ecco, is uh, now uh, is this that uh, I explain is very changed because in 60 years uh, now uh, there is a new winery, uh, uh, there is a big car, uh, there is a elegant uh, restaurant. Uh, um, arrive also from outside uh, to invest uh, in our vineyard, in our winery. In the past, the people leave the Lange to uh, look for the work outside. Now arrive not only uh, from outside to buy the wines, but also to buy uh, the winery, to buy the vineyard, like uh, in Burgundy, like uh, in Bordeaux that uh, uh, from uh, a side uh, is a satisfaction because our region is growing uh, and is uh, arrived the same level that France, because there is always this uh, <laughs> discussion uh, that uh, we, we think that we are not the same level of uh, France, but now we arrive at the same levels because also the vineyards are uh, in this moment very expensive. But uh, this uh, invasion from uh, investor, uh, for me certainly, I don't. Uh, you don't applaud this. Applaud. Because certainly we have the roots in this, uh, in this region. We know the tradition, we know the history. My uh, discussion is not to stop because I am open uh, uh, for the... <laughs> uh, it's not uh, my discussion to close the, uh, close the region. But certainly, it's all for leave, uh, loosen our, uh, our roots. Mm, and this also charm that has for me our region that uh, to make wine is a family work uh, and uh, we have also this uh, 
natural spontaneous approach that you come to visit us and you met the producer not the employer or are not assurance bank or uh, company that uh, don't have a roots with uh, the region mm, that this for me is uh, the um, la forza of the region because the winery are of uh, us of the farmer from uh, from the region from the family of the region certainly uh, because now the price is very high, high of the vineyard <laughs> many owner of vineyard or producer certainly in this moment is an opportunity to to sell. There's this temptation. Uh, certainly, because <laughs> it's a big opportunity. Mm. Were you alive when your grandfather was alive? Where, when you were a little girl, was your grandfather still alive? Allora, I live always with my family here si. in this house. And uh, I study in Turin that when I am 19 years old, I leave Barolo to go in Turin. But uh, I come back always the weekend uh, and I study not wine, but languages, French and German, not English. <laughs> and uh, I appreciate uh, always uh, in um, my family that my parents uh, leave me free to decide my way. My grandfather wants that uh, I uh, study uh, wine school in Alba. But uh, to start, uh, I don't like wine. I refuse all this uh, word. And uh, I decided to study not wine, but languages. But uh, the end of my study, certainly also, we grow that we change uh, the mind. <laughs> what do you think changed it for you? Hey, when I am uh, the end of my study, when I am uh, uh, 23, 24 years old. See, when I, uh, I finish my study, I decide to stay uh, at home. And um, also my uh, final work in Italy, the name is Tesi, that we present uh, at the end of the study in university, it was about the wine about uh, uh, is um, a study of uh, the words uh, wine in the old uh, dictionary and uh, encyclopedia de d'Alembert of France because uh, mi sono laureata uh, in uh, French. My work, last work was in French and this was uh, uh, already my... Uh, my message to my father that uh, uh, I take my decision to come back at home and to continue this family work. But uh, I uh, say always that uh, uh, certainly uh, uh, in this year during the university, uh, because also I don't taste wine to 20 years old, but was a very slow uh, approach to the wine that uh, I can to be appreciate. But certainly my choice was uh, more moved from uh, my family history. 
Certainly, I like the wine. <laughs> it's my work. But uh, is, uh, I say always, was a scelta sentimentale. You understand? Sentimental choice. <laughs> mm. no. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you understand. More about the people than the wine. Ecco, right. Of, um, because I understand that, that my family with a lot of work and also a lot of fatigue, uh, a lot of difficult build this uh, small winery that for me, because also I am only child, uh, um, is uh, said uh, to live this, uh, this work from uh, generation. Uh, that I decide uh, to stay and to continue, but in the same way, with the same philosophy, and also for me was always and is always now very important this small size, five hectares. I say that when I find my balance, before uh, economic balance, because certainly it's the more important, a second, the psychological balance. I don't know because I, I must to grow. With five hectares for me is a very free choice because I, uh, I am free uh, to make wine. I don't have a pressure for the market. I, I don't must following the taste of the market, the time of the market, because certainly wine has a time of the nature and not time of the market, that with five hectares is possible <laughs> to follow in the nature time. And also my family customer, because from many generations now, I am also personally uh, a relationship with all my uh, customer, uh, says wait. And for me, this is very important to work free without pressure from outside and more in this time that uh, all uh, is uh, made very fast, 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 fast. In my work, uh, nothing is fast because uh, nature needs another time and not a market time or technological time. And I respect this time and uh, I stopped uh, the pressure. Also, I grow with this uh, philosophy because uh, for Barolo, we must wait. We must wait uh, when we plant uh, a new, new vines because we must wait a minimum of three years to have the first vintage, but only the 70%, four years to have uh, 100% of the production. And now, after I must wait another four years to release. That uh, this, is my, uh, uh, this is my time. And that when I release, we recommend to wait another 10 years. That the rhythmic of the time for me is this, not I mail now and uh, uh, two minutes later answer. But I don't uh, also to... <laughs> Stop at this pressure. I don't have email. No, the winery don't have email. I personally, I don't have email because I want to protect, <laughs> to protect my time, to protect 
the time of uh, the wine, of the vineyard, of the cellar. I remember the Langan Nebbiolo 10. You kept it for an extra year in wood because it had a long mallow. Uh, yes, we wait one year more because don't when we must bottling, it don't make the malolactic fermentation that we wait one year more. But my customer also wait. Every time they call to, uh, to her, uh, what is it, the Nebbiolo? His time is ready. Is uh, I like... Um, this my size because uh, I have this uh, personal relationship with my customer. It's not a commercial relationship. And uh, it's also like uh, we, the winery, we continue from a generation to another generation. Also, I have a customer. They start uh, to be customer with my grandfather. The son is the same age of my father that continue. Now there is... Uh, the next generation that uh, is the same uh, age of me. And uh, for me, it's very important every year to meet uh, this uh, old customer. They come here from uh, everywhere uh, to say hello and to buy uh, uh, a little bottles. Do they tell you stories about your grandfather or your father when they come, the old customers? <laughs> well, for example... <laughs> To explain our philosophy, because don't change never, perhaps is a tara familiare, we live without a telephone. I, I decided to take the telephone in 1989, was the first telephone in the house, at home, in the winery. And I remember that my father says... I don't want the telephone. If you want the telephone, you ask and you write in the guide where there is all name and number. You write your name, not my name, not the name of the winery. And still now in this number book, there is always Mascarello Maria Teresa. And my father says, uh, in 1989, you remember, is a very important time in the Europe because in German, the wall came down. down. And my father says that also in our home, our mower is broken because we have a telephone. <laughs> and the other history, this is my grandfather, Giulio Mascarello. We have a customer in uh, Turin. He works in the finance and uh, he has a very important dinner to Rome in, uh, in Turin. And uh, in the morning, he go in the in her cellar and don't find our, was finished our Barolo. And uh, he wants to, uh, to uh, give for this, uh, uh, this dinner and uh, very uh, arrabbiato, very uh, angry. Um, Concerned. Nervous. Nervous. Uh, yeah. Take uh, the car, come uh, leave Turin, come to Barolo <laughs> to buy the wine and uh, uh, says to my grandfather, Giulio Mascarello, why you don't have telephone? I must go to uh, Turin, come here to take the wine. And my grandfather, very quiet, answered, eh, 
this is the reason because if I have the telephone, I I go to leave Barolo with the wine and to uh, give the wine in Turin. That uh, <laughs> I stay quiet in Barolo and you uh, must uh, to go to me to buy the wine. That this uh, is... Uh, mm. Better use of time. The, this is... <laughs> This is the philosophy. In fact, my father also says me always uh, is very important uh, for a producer to make uh, a good wine, high quality, but uh, the people must to come visit us in Barolo via Roma number 15 and know you run in the world to um, look for the customer. Because I've never and seen you in New York. No, never been in his, <laughs> uh, come si dice, tara familiare, his heritage, of uh, the style, no, the style, the character also. I say always that uh, I receive with big pleasure uh, the si. people to si. me in Barolo, to the winery, but it's not my uh, work to travel in the world to make uh, a promotion, because also the reason to stay a small producer is because I don't want following the same process, the same same method. They, the producer, they produce 200,000 bottles, 500,000 bottles, 100,000 bottles. For the artisanal producer, for me, is more important to following the work in the vineyard, the work in the cellar. Certainly, and now uh, this uh, side of our work, uh, of the hospitality, of uh, to meet uh, the customer is also very important. But for me, it's very important uh, to stay because uh, <laughs> I find the balance, my balance to stay at home, to my winery and not... Uh, around the world that certainly if I have the opportunity uh, I can decide in the future uh, to to go to New York because I am interested to visit uh, uh, the town but not because I must to visit my customer I appreciate I say it's not a snob because certainly for me is a big satisfaction open the door for all these people that arrive to visit me because uh, these people make a lot, a lot of kilometers to visit a very, very, very small winery in a small village that I appreciate is a big satisfaction for me to receive these people from everywhere. But don't ask me <laughs> to uh, meet the people outside uh, my village, because also for me is more important uh, and is more easy to understand the philosophy, to understand the wine if the people come in the original region between the vineyard, met the people, the producer in her winery, and not uh, behind a table in Tokyo, in New York, in Singapore, or in uh, Shanghai. Mm. So you came back, and what was it like when you came back and worked with the family cantina? Allora, I, st- I started to work uh, with my father in 1993. End of 1993, and certainly to start uh, 
uh, I work more in uh, office uh, administration, certainly with the customer, because also in this time, I work with us, um, enologist from Monforte, Pantino. Uh, they work with us uh, around 15 years. Uh, and then certainly in this time, uh, following more the work in uh, the vineyard in the cellar, because also my father uh, doesn't very lucky because has a problem with the leg. During the time, uh, was uh, more difficult for him to walk and then work in vineyard and in cellar. That also, um, between uh, I and my father, there is uh, 41 years old that certainly <laughs> my father needs help that uh, started this uh, collaboration with uh, uh, Alessandro Fantino that finished in 1997 and is in this moment that uh, I, I take uh, in charge, see? the work in the vineyard and in the cellar. And uh, two years later, in 1999, also certainly I look for uh, help and arrive uh, a young, always another young enologist from Montfort. The name is always Alessandro uh, Bovio that started with me and uh, with my father in 1999. And now we continue this relationship. What did your father tell you about the vineyards? Uh, with my father, uh, uh, I don't have uh, a big opportunity to go in the vineyard. I go when I am a, a child and also I go with my grandfather because my grandfather don't, has, don't drive a, a car, but I drive a, a, a motorcycle. A, a motorcycle. And I go with my grandfather uh, on the motorcycle in the vineyard. That certainly, um, my stage <laughs> in the vineyard uh, start uh, during uh, the time where there is uh, Alessandro Fantino, but certainly I study and uh, I help during uh, harvest, uh, if it's necessary, during bottling to, ecco, to receive the people. But uh, uh, is um, a farmer from... Uh, Barolo, that uh, following me uh, when uh, Alessandro Fantino leave uh, and they start. Uh, oh, yeah? The, sì. Who's that? Carlo Pittatore. Mm. And also another uh, pensionato. An older gentleman? Sì. Mm. That, uh, but certainly I go with also with uh, my father, but uh, my father uh, is not possible more for him uh, walk in, in the vineyard. If I were to understand what the vineyard, what each contributes, what should I think about the vineyards that you have? Allora, certainly, sì, we continue and I believe, uh, I am very convinta, uh, I believe uh, very hard in the mix, in the Barolo, uh, from our four vineyards, Cannubi, San Lorenzo, and Rue in Barolo, and Rocche dell'Annunziata in La Morra. But it's not Cannubi, San Lorenzo, it's Cannubi. Uh, it's Cannubi and, and. Uh, sì, we precise, mm. and San Lorenzo, four. And my father says always uh, to me, like uh, says my grandfather, 
like say it's also the older generation that uh, in uh, the mix uh, there is uh, certainly more uh, balance uh, in the wine every year between alcohol, between tannin, between acidity. And I believe in this more in this uh, very hot and dry vintage where certainly a parcel like uh, Canubi where uh, the exposition is total south, our parcel, and uh, the soil is more sand, uh, has more problem, has more stress, the vines that, for example, Rue, where the exposition is east, and the soil more clay, that the mix to permit the wine to have a good balance, because it's not right to think that from the best vineyard arrive always the best wines every year, every time. Because also this uh, method uh, of single vineyard is not uh, local, is not uh, traditional, but uh, is imported from Burgundy. It was uh, uh, our wine writer, Luigi Veronelli, that uh, recommended, suggest uh, the producer from the region to following uh, this method. But uh, I say that uh, I believe in the mix. Certainly as more uh, fashion, <laughs> as more appeal to write on the label uh, a single vineyard, uh, because certainly I can ask also high price that uh, uh, many times I ask me if uh, a single miner is made because uh, is high quality or because uh, is a commercial uh, trading method. Certainly the important vineyard are recognized. And certainly perhaps uh, in my Barolo is not uh, a very expression of Cannubi or of uh, uh, Rue of Rocche dell'Annunziata. But uh, for me, in my work, uh, I look, and also in my life, <laughs> I look for always the balance. And this is for me the right way to make the wine that uh, I continue in this uh, Way and uh, I don't, uh, I don't change because I believe uh, a lot in this, uh, in this way. Mm. So you co-ferment the berries from each vineyard together, like as e- a group. Exactly because uh, we uh, we mix from the beginning. It's not a, a, a separate ec- unification, but we mix from the beginning all together. Certainly, it's not uh, the start mix. Uh, the right uh, final mix because uh, uh, I have the tanks, uh, concrete tanks uh, where I make the fermentation and usually we start from uh, San Lorenzo because uh, it's old vines that are ripe before uh, that in the first tanks for example there is uh, old San Lorenzo because it's the, the small, uh, small parcel and then after San Lorenzo we go to Canubi that in the first tanks there is Old San Lorenzo and a part, the first part of Canubi. 
in the second tank, uh, there is uh, the last of Canubi, and perhaps uh, the start of, uh, we go after in Le Rocche dell'Annunziata, the start of Le Rocche dell'Annunziata, in the next, perhaps, all Le Rocche dell'Annunziata, in the last, the last part of the Le Rocche dell'Annunziata, we come back in Barolo to Rue. So Rue is the last that you harvest? Uh, the last that if we have uh, certainly a normal uh, and regular weather during uh, the year, because certainly if I have uh, perhaps hail in uh, a vineyard with hail, uh, is more slow the ripeness that certainly uh, we, we wait. But if we have a normal year, normal weather, no hail and no another problem, this is, uh, this is the time. Certainly all our vineyards are between 250, 270 meters on the sea that uh, arrive around in the same time to ripeness. And also the exposition is south, southeast, east. That uh, usually is San Lorenzo, the next Canubi, the next Rocca dell'Annunziata, and the last is Idrue. And also is uh, the same style uh, I explained. Because uh, our vineyard in Barolo and in La Morra, where the character is more on the elegance and finesse than the power. In fact, I remember that my father uh, uh, says that it was perhaps interesting to have a parcel in Serra Lunga and to have this mix between the elegance and finesse of Barolo and uh, La Morra with. Uh, Serra Lunga. Mm. Maybe uh, that, uh, in the future one day. <laughs> I don't want to growing. <laughs> uh, this, is, uh, uh, this is certainly like also the parcel are different surface because the two big parcel are Canubi, one hectare, and uh, Le Rocche dell'Annunziata is one hectare and 2,000 meters square. Rue is 5,000 meters square and San Lorenzo is 3,000 meters square. That this is the proportion. It's not a choice in the seller that uh, I decide a 20% from a vineyard, 30% from another, uh, 50% from another. We mix together when the nature gives. And certainly the proportion can uh, change for not for my decision, but for natural uh, reason. Because if I have hail, the proportion can change little every year. On, or also when I uh, replant an uh, old vineyard, like in the last 16 years, we change Canubis one hectare and uh, was also old vines. And we replant uh, a small part uh, not all together, but uh, 2,000 meters square every five, six years that uh, we replant uh, the first in 1999 and the last in 2012. That uh, certainly in this time, uh, in the mix, uh, there is a uh, 2,000 meters square less of uh, Canubi. Or like now, uh, that also we pull out. Si. Uh, these uh, old vines in 70 years old, uh, planted from my grandfather in San Lorenzo, is 3,000 meters square that uh, last year, 2000, the vintage 2015, uh, there isn't more, 
San Lorenzo in the mix, but I rent this uh, is a, a very good opportunity, very big opportunity. I am very lucky. I have a very nice neighbor in Monrobiolo di Bussia, this side in Barolo village where I have one of the two vineyards of Dolcetto and the vineyard of uh, Fresa. And uh, uh, this neighbor asked me if I want to rent this parcel, 4,000 meters square, that in the mix of my Barolo, of our Barolo 2015, the recent San Lorenzo, but not 3,000 meters square of San Lorenzo, but 4,000 meters square of Monrobiolo di Bussia that also uh, can change a little uh, the, uh, the identity of uh, mm, little because certainly uh, the big uh, part are always canubi and mm, so no sorting them. table when the grapes come in allora no we, we see allora vabbè, the very important uh, choice selection we make always in the vineyard but uh, last year 2015 i buy a new the stemmer machine that uh, make a more in the same or always the same uh, made from the same company that the older machine I see is a Toscany uh, factory Mori and uh, makes a more uh, delicate uh, work with uh, the stems uh, with uh, the berry is a, a better work to the stemmer and also uh, I introducing a sorting oh you have a sorting, sorting table, table that uh, there is a second choice also in the uh, in the winery from 15 mm. see from 2015 is also very important is a sorting table because this machine works better if uh, the grape arrive slower in the machine and also the sorting table help to is more constant uh, the slow see in uh, I am happy. This uh, is, uh, I explain, uh, we traditional producer, we can uh, work always better because certainly I think that this new, the stemmer machine, uh, I can have uh, a, a better result, but uh, don't change the identity of, uh, of the Barolo. Uh, also the pompa peristaltica that also is more delicate with the uh, wine. All these uh, details can uh, have uh, best quality, but not uh, another wine. So you pump over in the tanks while during fermentation? Yes, uh, for Barolo, yes. And uh, we uh, pump over two times per day during fermentation, in the morning, in the afternoon. We don't have uh, automatism. No technological system. You do it by hand. <laughs> by hand. Uh, that two times per day. And also uh, natural temperature because I don't have a system to cooler or to warmer the most. But certainly concrete tanks uh, as a... Um, uh, like they regulate the temperature. Uh, right. The, the concrete. And uh, the end, after fermentation, uh, we make uh, cappello sommerso. We leave uh, the skin a uh, long time in contact with the most. And uh, fermentation time with maceration time are uh, together between uh, 30 or 50 days. But certainly depend 
Mm. Depend from the vintage, depend from the quality of the grape, from the quality of the skin that uh, can change every year. When it's warmer, does it go faster? In a warm vintage, is it more like 30 days? And then- uh, mm, certainly, not a long uh, maceration. Or also, for example, in 2014, certainly 2014 to us was a very difficult year because we have a lot of rain uh, in summer. Uh, only rain, humidity, uh, temperature this 14 to us also we have two time hail storm hail that uh, certainly the end uh, we prefer uh, to after three weeks uh, to uh, separate uh, the wine from the skin because certainly is not uh, is not easy Mm. But, for example, last vintage, 2015, that uh, was a wonderful uh, grape, uh, very ripe, very healthy, uh, maceration uh, during uh, 45 uh, days. You do malolactic in wood? Yes, because also, like, for me, uh, we return to this discussion about uh, to respect the time of the wine. We don't force it, the natural process, that we don't force the alcoholic fermentation, and we don't force it, the uh, malolactic fermentation. That uh, malolactic fermentation is spontaneous, usually if the harvest is in normal time, that uh, for Nebbiolo, um, middle uh, October, uh, normally the malolactica fermentation arrive uh, uh, in spring, summer, Certainly in uh, oak cask, when the temperature in uh, the cellar grows because uh, our cellar is a cellar with the natural temperature, that certainly there is a difference uh, of the temperature between summer and winter, five, six degrees. And when the temperature grows, the malolactica. Uh, five, six degrees Celsius change. Yes. Yeah. Mm, change. And so it's Slavonian oak, except for Frasia, you use some chestnut? Allora, no, it's all, uh, all Slavonian oak. Certainly in the past, um, when I started to work with my father, we have a cask of chestnut because certainly in the past uh, there is a local cooper that now no more. <laughs> this is another problem. And also this uh, local cooperage uh, use uh, our uh, wood that... Uh, um, Piemonte wood. Oak, Piemontese, see, of the region. Oak, chestnut, and also I remember we have one or two of acacia. Mm. But now, uh, see, in the last 70 years, uh, in different time, uh, we change all. Uh, and now are all uh, Slavonian oak uh, by from this uh, traditional... Uh, Cooperage in Veneto, the name is Garbellotto. And all Slavonian oak, not toasted. And you use the press wine. You press and use some of it. Usually, allora, the, uh, the press is a very soft press that we taste and we decide if use, if mix with another or separate. We decide every year. And I see Sandro topping up the botte quite often. Ecco, allora sì, we, every week in winter we control the level and we, we fill up. 
And for this uh, work, we use uh, this uh, damigiane that uh, you can look uh, in the cellar because like, when we, we rack uh, the wine from a cask to another, certainly the quantity is not uh, always the same. And uh, the rest, uh, 100 liters, uh, 500, uh, 500 liters, 200 liters, uh, we uh, store in this uh, damigiane and we use when we rack again or in winter when uh, we fill up every week. And you use the same bottling line as Beppe Rinaldi? Yes, because certainly bottling machines are very expensive, and uh, we bottling one time per year all our wines, that not only Barolo, but Dolcetto, Barbera, Fresa, and Nebbiolo, end of July, start of August, and uh, an expensive machine for two weeks in the year is a little <laughs> that I share with my cousin, Giuseppe Rinaldi. And uh, end of July, we start with Barolo, we bottling Barolo 2000, uh, 2013. Seems like a good vintage. Sì, it's a good vintage. I am satisfied. It's a very traditional vintage. I don't find in the 2013 the elegance that uh, I find in uh, 2010, but also in 2012. But uh, I like this difference because I say always that uh, I don't make wine to make the big vintage. I make wine and the every year is, uh, is different. <laughs> Because uh, I don't look for the standard every year. That uh, for me is very important uh, when uh, I taste and I drink the wine. Recognize uh, certainly the first, uh, the variety, <laughs> the identity of the variety. And second, uh, recognize uh, the, the weather. Allora, in, uh, in big vintage like was uh, 2010, 2008, 2006, uh, 2011, uh, um, all producer, all of us, uh, we make all uh, very good uh, wine, small and big. It's more difficult to uh, make good wine in vintage like uh, 2014, like also 2012 was not uh, a, a very easy vintage. And uh, <laughs> for me, I spend more uh, time, uh, more money, more uh, stress, in this uh, difficult vintage that, for example, in 2010, that usually is more expensive uh, on the market, the very famous uh, and big vintage. But for me, for the work, is more expensive uh, a small vintage because uh, needs more, uh, more time, needs more work, more difficult, more, for example, treatment. And then perhaps we produce 40, 30, 20% less <laughs> that this vintage, uh, like 2014, for example, are more expensive to work than uh, 2010. But the market won't pay uh, expensive only a best uh, vintage. And I have a more... Um, Affetto, affezione. Affection for the ecco, hard for, ones. Ecco, for the hard, because certainly uh, for us uh, it's more difficult. It's very difficult. Like the uh, Dolcetto and the Frasier are more ecco. difficult, but you can't sell them for as much money. Uh, right. But for me, all are the same. 
it's not because Nebbiolo is a very important uh, grape to us that uh, the best work is for Nebbiolo. Are all my children and <laughs> uh, I make the same work for Dolcetto, for Fresa, for Nebbiolo, for Barbera. For me, all the wine has uh, dignity, her identity, and uh, I, I spend the same time, the same efforts, the same uh, care. Ecco, exactly. For all uh, variety. So, when you work with Dolcetto, what's important? It's also for me, it's important to respect the uh, biodiversity. Uh, His tradition to us make uh, close to Nebbiolo, Dolcetto, Barbera, because also in the past Nebbiolo was planted only in, in the best side, in the best exposition, and another exposition, Dolcetto, Barbera, Fresa, because Barolo is a wine for aging, and another wine are wine to drink every day, and also because also... For the consumer, it's important to have uh, expensive wine and also an opportunity to buy uh, uh, Dolcetto bottles or Barbera bottles to drink uh, every day. That for me is very important to respect uh, this uh, difference. I know that uh, now, uh, because certainly Nebbiolo is more important, more expensive, uh, is planted everywhere and uh, also more vineyard of uh, dolcetto and uh, fresa now where was possible are uh, vineyard of nebbiolo but uh, for me for my winery for the respect of this uh, history i continue uh, i don't change the variety because the market in this moment asked more uh, nebbiolo and certainly <laughs> uh, if uh, I, I, I think that if I, I uh, uh, move this uh, 2,000 meter square of Fresa and I plant uh, Nebbiolo, I have uh, 2,000 bottles more to give to my customer because also the problem now uh, is that uh, the wine is all sold out, but not only Barolo, but also Dolcetto, Fresa, Barbera and Nebbiolo. And if I have uh, 2,000 bottles more of Nebbiolo, of Barolo, is an opportunity for me and for my customer. But um, I make this work uh, not for money. Certainly it's my work that I must uh, to live with my work. But uh, there is another reason because uh, I uh, chose this work, because I continue the tradition of my family, because uh, I respect uh, the history For me, certainly, money is important for my economic, but it's not uh, the principio of my life. And the Frasia you make in a somewhat unique way. I mean, it's not so common how you make the Frasia. See, si, allora, beh, uh, to us, Frasia is a tradition to make, but certainly, I say, it's more typical not to us, but in Monferrato, Astigiano, and around Turin where certainly is a big production. To us, I think now we are the last eight producers. They will continue to make Fraser. They believe in the Fraser, also if it's a small quantity. Uh, certainly is a choice of the producer to produce still or sparkling. 
we prefer and we made always sparkly but uh, in Italy is not uh, the right uh, word is say uh, we call uh, vivace or mossa because it's not uh, like a it's not fully sparkling <laughs> ecco. it's a little petillant e- e- exactly because she makes a re-fermentation in the bottle. We bottling with a sugar residual and we keep one year more in the bottle before to release to wait this re-fermentation. And certainly I prefer, not still, but this little, uh, because also Fraser is the same family of Nebbiolo, that is a tannic wine, but is more rustic tannin than certainly uh, the tannin of Nebbiolo. And uh, uh, sparkly is uh, the tannin is more uh, not uh, so heavy, and also I like sparkly because it's, it's more uh, allegra. It's not very serious. Uh, already the another wine, dolcetto, Barbera, Nebbiolo, Barolo are very serious. Uh, uh, still wine, Fraser is the crazy sun. <laughs> Also because uh, if it's a natural process, this re-fermentation in the bottle, uh, if it's the same wine, same bottling, keep in the same place, every bottle is a surprise. One more sparkly, another little, and also every vintage. Because there is a vintage that is more, a little sparkly, the another that is more, that is very... Hmm. I've experienced that because the first time I had the Frasier, I didn't realize it was sparkling. And then when I came here, I had the Frasier <laughs> and I, I was very confused for a while. <laughs> and then you recommend to decant the Frasier? See, Allora, usually because she makes a re-fermentation in the bottle, she has a little sediment. When you open the bottle, certainly there is a reduction that I recommended or to open one hour before it to serve uh, careful, and I like in summer, for example, in this day, uh, um, with the cellar temperature. And do you see a difference between the grape varieties and some of the things that happens in terms of how long malic conversion takes or in the kinds of tannins you have to deal with? What are the keys to dealing with uh, Barbera, Dolcetto, Frasia, Nebbiolo? Uh, It's very uh, interesting to us because every wine has her identity and is very precise. And also uh, is very typical to us, the mono variety, that Dolcetto is 100% Dolcetto grape, Barbera is 100% Barbera grape, uh, Fraser is 100% Fraser grape, Barolo is 100% Nebbiolo grape, and... Uh, Nebbiolo, Lange Nebbiolo is possible to mix with 15% from another variety, but to us it's 100% Nebbiolo grape. In the cellar, Barbera is, uh, during alcoholic fermentation, is very, um, very fast, is very, very quickly. Uh, Dolcetto more slow. Fraser starts slow and then uh, fast. But also... Depend also every year, but uh, Dolcetto perhaps is the more difficult uh, variety to during harvest uh, in the cellar because uh, the skin are more thin, that is more delicate uh, grape if it's very important for uh, Nebbiolo, Barbera and also Fraser. 
this difference of the temperature in autumn between day and night. This is not good for dolcetto because the berry uh, falls to the ground. In, uh, and also in uh, the cellar, dolcetto has a problem of uh, reduction that is necessary to move uh, to rack often if I compare with the another variety. But also the choice uh, to us uh, to aging uh, dolcetto, like the all and other wines in oak cask, I don't have uh, to now this problem to reduction and also I don't move uh, a lot of time uh, dolcetto because certainly in the oak there is more uh, oxygenation. Sure. Oxygen mm. exchange through the staves. Exactly. So it's, mm. you don't have to rack it as much because you're using wood. But. Yes, but certainly dolcetto needs more <laughs> attention. <laughs> that, for example, uh, Nebbiolo, I like very much Nebbiolo because after two uh, rack is clean. Nebbiolo is always very, very clean. Dolcetto needs more time. Like also Barbera is clean, like also, uh, like also Fraser. And the Lenga Nebbiolo, you decide that from the harvest time. That's something you've already decided when you harvest. It's not declassified later. Exactly. Uh, we decide during, uh, see, we decide during harvest because uh, mm. is uh, the grape from our uh, Nebbiolo vineyard. And um, if are young vines or if we have a problem during the year that we think that a part is not a good quality for Barolo, and uh, in uh, the year we don't have our Nebbiolo or the quantity is too less, we buy a little quantity from a friend in Barbaresco area. Mm. Oh. But certainly from the That's beginning… big secret. <laughs> I, I happen uh, to really uh, enjoy the Langan Nebbiolo, especially the 10. It's like my favorite wine. And certainly is, for Barolo is a long maceration. But for Lange Nebbiolo, like for Dolcetto, Barbera and Fresa, after fermentation, we rack uh, the skin from, uh, from the wine. And uh, for me, Nebbiolo is a young wine to drink like a Dolcetto, because uh, I don't make a Lange Nebbiolo to drink uh, five, six years old, because <laughs> five, six or ten years old, I drink Barolo. Nebbiolo is to drink young. Certainly, he has a potential to aging, but I like to drink young because I prefer this side of freshness, of uh, giovinezza, youth, youthful like. energy. Yes, I like. Mm. When you try the old wines, what do you see? You know, in the in the decades, the. F- 50s, 60s, 70s, when you go through the cellar or special occasion, special tasting, and you taste, what do you, how do you read those wines? What sensations do you receive? Allora, beh, certainly the oldest vintages that I have in uh, my cellar are 1955 and 1958, that these are made uh, uh, still from my uh, grandfather. And uh, eh, it's a unique experience. Because uh, the wine lives, uh, certainly the color is orange, but not very light. The perfume, the nose, is, uh, are the aromi tertiari that 
licorice, the traditional uh, aromi terziari like licorice, like uh, leather, like uh, dry mushroom, like uh, we use this word, French word goudron to say tar and uh, tobacco. And in the mounts uh, is incredible because the tannin is like a silk, like uh, a, a velvet. But the wine is present and also the acidity is uh, still, uh, still present. It's a perfect balance. And for example, this old, uh, old Barolo, I like to drink uh, not necessarily with food because I prefer to concentrate on the wine and not uh, have um, <laughs> distraction. distraction with the food or uh, food not like uh, uh, brasato al barolo because for me it's uh, too heavy and uh, can't compromise. Mm-hmm. Interfere uh, with ecco, the delicacy of these old, uh, uh, old vintages. But this is very incredible because also during the time, every glass change. I like Barolo for this complexity, for uh, this elegance uh, all together. Complexity and elegance and uh, finesse. Because usually the consumer think uh, that Barolo is a heavy wine, uh, is a hard wine for me. <laughs> Uh, I taste uh, a lot of wine. Certainly, uh, Barolo for me is unique uh, in this uh, in this style, complexity and uh, elegance. Do you tend to decant or double decant the old wines when you serve? Allora, I, I say because uh, old wines are uh, like old person. I don't uh, like. You don't like to, to shake them up. No that um, I have uh, um, a thing of wood where, where I uh, move the magnum and uh, I open, for example, in, in the morning for the night and I close with uh, paper that the oxygenation is slower. And then uh, when it's dinner time, I... Uh, Pour. Uh, every glass, but uh, I keep uh, in the original, uh, original manual. You don't, don't decant. You don't decant. See. It's incredible to see this evolution from a first uh, glass to the last glass. The start of the bottle, the middle of the bottle, the end of the bottle. This is a richness of uh, the wine and... Uh, to understand this evolution during uh, the year, during uh, the hour, uh, during the minutes. Uh, one day later is better. This is another question because <laughs> the time is to wait is very important. Because Barolo asks in... Uh, Every time in her life, time from the vineyard to uh, the moment when we we drink, when we taste, when we share with uh, with friends. And for the American market, when did Robert Chatterton arrive at the cantina? Start of ninety years, end of eighty, and start of uh, ninety. 
mm. was a long uh, collaboration with Robert Chadardon. I appreciate uh, always uh, her work because we have, uh, like Chadardon, the same philosophy, not only in the work, but only in the life. Because also Chadardon don't has email, uh, was a very mysterious <laughs> man. Don't organize tasting in New York. Don't organize a promotion. And uh, for me, was uh, in my life uh, a very important uh, experience that uh, I uh, remember always with pleasure. Because also uh, we started to work when uh, there is uh, my father that uh, is uh, for me also like uh, American father. <laughs> And uh, it's always uh, interesting to have a discussion uh, with him. He gave me a good uh, um, consigli, come si dice, suggest. Made Say. some suggestions. Uh, exactly. Is like, uh, see, like, uh, like a father for me. Mm. What was his style in the cantina when he would arrive? He's uh, ancora the, my father's style. <laughs> Certainly. Now, uh, uh, the people say that uh, my wine are more feminine than uh, the wine right. of uh, my father and uh, Alessandro Fantino. But uh, uh, I know that there is a difference and it's also normally that there is a difference because I remember also that my father says, uh, I don't make more the wine like makes my father. Because also uh, change the nature uh, and if it's possible, uh, I say before, I explained before, uh, to have a possibility to work better, to have more attention for the detail, this uh, is important to have uh, um, better quality. And uh, my work, like was also for my father uh, and also for my grandfather, is not to stay, uh, but uh, to work always, uh, to make always better. In the past, uh, the traditional producers are painted uh, during this discussion between the modern and the traditional. Like uh, producer, they uh, are uh, the, the mind closed, don't, uh, don't want uh, the mind closed, don't open uh, her minds, uh, don't open her eyes, they stay always. Uh, in the same place, uh, he don't want change, nothing, uh, is not uh, true. Because uh, if my grandfather uh, press uh, uh, the grape with foot, uh, my father press with machine, I continue with machine, I buy a new machine to uh, have uh, always, uh, if it's possible, a better quality. But certainly my father don't uh, buy a rotto fermenter. <laughs> certainly my father, I don't buy a barrique. Uh, I don't buy a concentratory system of osmos inversa. I don't understand what are. What do you remember about your father 
most in your mind each day? We have also a discussion, certainly. But um, I, uh, uh, my father uh, is a heavy person and uh, was uh, a good teacher in my life because her life was for me a, a model. My father knows very well this uh, uh, discussion about the time. And um, for him, the work is very important, but uh, the work uh, was an opportunity to uh, grow in the mine, uh, to meet uh, people from different cultures, from different countries, from different languages. And uh, the work uh, is, um, uh, I learned, this is uh, the lesson of my father uh, that uh, is difficult to say in English because with our work, producer, we can also give to message that was very important to preserve the nature, to respect the nature, but not only don't use the chemical product, but also to respect the nature, not building everywhere, um, don't uh, plant nebbiolo everywhere. The role of the producer is a big role because we work the soil. And certainly we can change the future of this soil. We can destroy this soil. We can destroy the landscape. That is very important that we are present in us this responsibility. Maria Teresa Mascarello has worked for her father, Barlo Mascarello, and her grandfather, Giulio Mascarello, in Barolo. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you. Sorry for my English. <laughs> I hope that you can understand what I want to say. Certainly, if I can to say and talk in my language was more easy for me to say what I think. <laughs> but I hope that you can little understand. <laughs> Maria Teresa Mascarello likes to speak in her own language, whether it be words or wine. Thank you, Maria Teresa Mascarello of Barlo Mascarello in Barolo. <laughs> Thank you very much. All Drink to That is hosted and produced by myself, Levy Dalton. Aaron Scala has contributed original pieces. Editorial assistance has been provided by Bill Kimsey. The show music was performed and composed by Rob Moose, and Thomas Bartlett. Show artwork by Alicia Tenoyan. T-shirts, sweatshirts, coffee mugs, and so much more, including show stickers, notebooks, and even gift wrap are available for sale if you check the show website, alldrinktothatpod.com. That's I-L-L, drinktothatpod.com, which is the same place you'd go to sign up for our email list or to make one of the crucially important donations that help keep this show operating. You can donate from anywhere using PayPal or Stripe on the show website. Remember to hit subscribe or to follow this show in your favorite podcast app, please. That's super important to see every episode. And thank you for listening.